Hello, hello, and welcome to The Polygon Show. I'm Samunda Rochefort. I'm the video producer at Polygon.com, and I am joined, as always, by my glorious co-hosts. Co-hosts? Co-hosts. God, that's a hard word to say. First up, Ashley O. I want to talk about your Overwatch main. Oh, I have I have a lot, which sounds stupid because that kind of I need. I me. need you to pick one because okay. we're, doing, okay. we're doing the Zodiac combo. All right. So to refresh everyone from last time, there was an email um, that we got. and Which we I can were, read because it's actually yes, right in front of please me. Please, God, planning on it. it. You preempted me. Thanks for nothing, Ashley. This email from Jamie says, I just listened to the first episode and I am loving it. My question is... What does your Overwatch main say about you, and is it tied to your Zodiac sign? For reference, Jamie's a Scorpio who mains D.Va. So, Ashley, what is your Overwatch main? Okay, I'm going to start with my astrological sign is Gemini. And I think this corresponds well to one of my mains, Zenyatta, because they tend to, uh, they're good at multitasking. So there's a lot of orb of discord, healing orb. There's a lot of healing and and Gemini is the stuff. twins, so they have four arms between them. And Zanyata has several phantom arms limbs. when he does his alt, right? Yeah, uh, he kind of flies around, and the element is air. This is true. Oh, I figured it out. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Hi. I, eh, sorry, it's me, Chelsea Stark. I'm the news editor at Polygon.com. Uh, my zodiac side is Cancer. You guys are gonna have to help me through anything because I don't, I don't actually read my horoscope or really anything. And my Overwatch main is Diva as well. What's up, Jamie? God, what does that say? Because what, what, what is, what are common things about Cancers? So I, I want to preface this by saying I am the kind of person. Actually, let's introduce Allegra before I get into this. Allegra, <laughs> <laughs> tell us. Uh, so you don't play Overwatch, unfortunately, but you were born. Therefore, I you was have born. a zodiac sign. Also, unfortunately, I was born. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I played Overwatch a couple of times, but I'll start with my sign because that is what I feel confident about. So, I'm a Sagittarius. Fair enough. Uh, and I do not subscribe to any like astrological stuff. So, you guys will have to walk me through that as well. And I do like Sombra a lot when I okay. do play Overwatch, is which a, is never is all good data for yes. me to have. And now I will preface this by saying. I am the sort of person who does not believe in the uh, stars dictating my outcome and my existence, and yet here I am. So, what what is your Overwatch main then? My my Overwatch main is Symmetra, but I feel like Symmetra is way more Virgo. <laughs> Everyone is turning this off right now. What do you have to say, Ashley? Uh, I was going to say that could make sense because Symmetra, Libra is the scales. There is that duality. That's true. Symmetra. Symmetry. 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 There we go. You're so smart. We got it. Now for you, Chelsea. <laughs> okay, oh, so no. Chelsea's a cancer okay. who means who again? Diva. 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 Okay. That doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. What, tell me what, yeah, what is cancer? Define cancers cancer. are um, their home buddies. They can be kind of prickly and like uh, sheltered. This is why I don't, I'm not a homebody. Okay, I'm but not the homebody part. I mean, I don't know if Diva's a homebody. <laughs> Diva, no, but Diva is absolutely a homebody. I mean, like, yeah, she's, she's like, like true. Like, oh, and she literally has a shell. She literally oh has a shell. Oh my god. <laughs> We're so literally. Like, 
that doesn't work at all. That's that is excellent. the most perfect. So thing. while I don't think my astrological sign says much about me, because I don't think I'm. I mean, am I prickly? Do you guys want to tell me you're something? You're not. You're not prickly. I, I. But but you know what? Cancer contains multitudes. But you have tender meat inside. <laughs> mm. What? Delicious. How do you know that? Actually, crabs have tender meat. Does Chelsea? Okay. Who I have, we're no, this humans. is actually amazing because Jamie is also remember a diva main, and they're a Scorpio. Scorpios are scorpions, which also have shells. Scorpio is also a water sign, I believe. Wait, right? No. Scorpio is, yeah, yes, is. water. Yeah. And Cancer yeah. is water. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh my God. Summer skins, new, new thing for Diva, <laughs> crab skin. Legendary. I would love a legendary. Oh crab my god, skin. a diva crab skin would look diva so amazing. Crab. Oh my god, yet her guns are little claws. Oh yeah, shoot things out of it. I have the June bug skin already too, so I think this is like Just very make much it a on crab. Path. This no. is brilliant, Jeff Kaplan. If you're listening, and he is, of course, of course, yes. Yeah. Make it. Make a crab skin for her. All right. Hey, speaking of listening, uh, thanks to the over 100 people who reviewed our show on Apple Podcasts. That's super cool. 176. Wow. Like, it, it's a big number. And I, I'm just, I'm so, so happy about it because I know, like, you know, you you hear me say it, and then you're like, "Should I do it? Do I want to do it?" And a bunch of people actually like listen to me, and they did it, and that is really really nice. And uh, y'all left good reviews. You were dishonest, and I have to take you to task now. We're not that great. No, <laughs> God, Simone. no, no. You were all you just wonderful. Sound like all and I powerful really right now. Yeah. like all of my my minions have listened to me, but you have been dishonest. Yeah, I can't wait for those 176 people to join me and uh, march on Blizzard to make Jeff Kaplan make the crab man skin. Crab woman. Crab woman. Crab robot skin. <laughs> crab man. Crab bot. Crab bot. Cravat. It's like a cravat. Wearing a cravat. It's, it's made of crab. It should wear a cravat. Oh my god, a crab and a cravat. <sighs> so good. So uh what are we playing this week? Allegra, what are you playing this week? Um, okay, so I'm currently on a review for Ever Oasis, which, as I described earlier, it is literally like both an excellent sleeping pill. Like if I play it for 10 minutes, I am out. I just am out and I will not wake up again. And then I was explaining this to Ashley. I described it as like, I now understand I like Belle and Sebastian. I will preface this with I like Belle and Sebastian, the Swedish pop band. I now understand why people hate them so much because it is like the most... Just like annoyingly twee game. So it's this 3DS game where you play this big-headed idiot character who doesn't have a voice. <laughs> and oh, he has to like rebuild his oasis town and like make friends with all these random villagers that come and go to dungeons inexplicably. And it is so boring and so stupid and so ugly. And everyone has huge eyes and tiny bodies. And then for some reason, they're, all the enemies can like one hit kill you and are like super frightening. Are they crabs? There are no crabs. No crabs, I'm sorry. I see why there you hate this game. There are snakes and leopards. Um, it's just all like super incong- like incongruent and dumb. And I just literally was walking today and I was like, okay, yeah, this sounds like every horrible, this is like every horrible like cutesy indie pop band, like Zoe Deschanel <laughs> as a 3DS game. And I oh, hate it so much. Dog. I have to review Neatest it and I'm so said. sad about it. Wait, is this so? This is basically like the worst of JRPG RPGs condensed into one. Yes, one hateful game that you hate, and you like JRPGs. I know. You, lo- so, you love like, Fire Emblem. You love Fire Emblem. I you love, love 3DS Emblem. games. I love the 3DS. I love like JRPGs. That's my jam. But literally, like 
it's weird. It, I'm like reckoning with the fact that I've grown out of cutesy, big-headed characters. No, I just think you're still going to have those things. I think I just every trailer for this game, it just looks so generic. Like it looked like it didn't fit into any kind of box because it was just like, oh, let's just check all the generic char- check boxes of like boring art assets and stuff like that. Yeah. Is it the like the art, the story, the combat? Like, is it everything together that you don't like? Everything. <laughs> oh, uh, the story, I. Could not even summarize for you. It's so bland. I'm Googling uh, it now. The writing is awful. I was reading some review that compared it to like wet spaghetti or something. It had wet? the fortitude well, of a wet spaghetti. Spaghetti is always kind of wet. wet. Right? But like limp, you know? Okay. Limp is. You well, can't. You don't want The problem isn't that the spaghetti, spaghetti is wet. <laughs> so it's not al Well, then that's just a terrible metaphor. <laughs> this looks kind of wet. What's what? up with this? What the fuck is this? So I've pulled up a trailer. Oh I'll describe God. what I'm seeing to you. Oh my God. It's sort of a faux Egyptian um, small anime man. Um, a lady in the water. With a, some sort of water siren, some sort of... She's sexy. No, she's just no, she's beautiful she's and She's decidedly ethereal. not sexy. She's got that curly hair, that big curly hair, like Jessie from uh, Pokemon, the Pokemon anime. Mm-hmm. Um What's up with this faux Egyptian thing that's happening here? Because you're like trying to rebuild an oasis, so it's in the desert. Mm. Um, and it's just like, it's kind of like Animal Crossing. Meets... Would you say it's a vast and mysterious world? <laughs> no, it's not. Do you seek materials to develop your oasis? Okay, I'm going to stop watching this. Yes, you garbage. do. I'm sorry that you don't like it. That's too bad. I'm ve- like, it literally depresses me. And every time I play it, so I'm supposed to review it, right? And so it's a JRPG, so it's long. Every single time I start playing, I literally wake up and it's the next day. Like, I cannot stay awake while I play That's this game. That's incredible. It's so boring. You could boring. actually time travel using that. Yeah, That actually. life mechanic. That's a life hack for you. <laughs> yeah, bring that <laughs> on planes with you. <laughs> Do you want time to pass faster? Start playing Ever Oasis. Mm-hmm. You'll immediately wake up in the next day. Well, Allegra, that sucks. It does. It really sucks. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Chelsea, I'm suffering through. what have you been playing? Um, so... I made a promise to myself that once E3 was over, I was going to start Persona 5. And I did. We <gasps> both did. Okay. We both did. What do you did. think? Oh, God, what do you think? I'm so excited. Uh, Chelsea, you go first. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, so I just completed kind of, I would say, like, th- uh, the first week of the game. So it's still in tutorial mode, but oh, I've wow. got my full party. Oh. Who is your full party right now? Ryuji, uh, Morgana, and... And Anne. Okay. Yeah. Ryuji, uh, no, uh, Morgana just came back to the apartment with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your life is about to go to hell. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, but it's also going to suck. <laughs> Good luck. I yeah. know. Uh, That's what happens when you get a cat. Yeah, I, I, I feel like these are very mild spoilers for Persona 5, but so if you really want to not have anything spoiled for yourself, skip a few minutes. But it's uh, it's so cute and charming, and I, 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 I'm, like, personally most invested in Morgana. I'm like, okay, we need to help you. Get back to your human form. Let's do it. Though you're a really cute cat. I remember when I was like that before Morgana took over my life yeah. and owned my bedroom before and my house. Before Morgana wouldn't let me go into the bathroom. <laughs> I would like touch the toilet door and he'd be like, hey, hey, let's go to sleep. I'm like, but I need Ashley to go to the bathroom. Ashley does the best Morgana impression, by the way. Yeah, because I discovered that I was playing the game and I was like, wait, I think this sounds familiar. There's a lot of, wait, what is the noise I like to do? Come on. Mm, yeah. Oh, that one. <laughs> that one. That's the Morgana. Oh, I haven't met Morgana yet, so I can't understand Whoa. and appreciate the Wait, you, you haven't met Morgana. Okay, yeah. So I 
the re- like I said last time, the reason it's taken me so long to start this game is because I it's I, I have a hard time committing to doing things for a long amount of time. So I think the point where I'm at now, I've just gotten through that opening sort of. You know how Persona games start with a long period of time where you're in a lot of cutscenes and you're going through a lot of dialogue and you're not actually playing the game yet? Mm. So I think I just got through that because I went to school, I met the the principal and the my teacher who I'm, I'm going to bang, and then I went home and I was like, I've been trying to quit this game for 15 minutes so that I can play Overwatch. Dear God, just let me save. Um, I definitely, I, I, I want to get to the part that's like the day to day where I'm going to the dungeons and I'm making out with my friends. There's I'm still talking to my friends. There's a lot. I mean, there's How still going to be a lot more tutorial. No, because I think I'm <laughs> three or four hours in. God, I remember oh my when God. like yeah, I think the beginning is pretty rough because I agree. It's I was so like, rough. when am I going to be able to do things? Or like, I was never that excited to just do a part time job as when I was playing Persona. I was like, when do I get to? Go work That's what I want. Yeah. I would want to work at a gosh darn cafe. I totally remember like how long it takes until the first save point. I remember like Phil Kohler was reviewing it, and he was in the office with us, and we were like, "Oh my god, Persona!" So we all just wanted to like hang out and watch him play it. But then, literally, quote like, unquote, play. <laughs> two hours went by without him being able to save. We're like, "Yo, we're tired. We got to go home." But Phil literally could not leave the office, so he was just here alone in oh the dark because he couldn't get a save point. There's also, I mean, there's actually a similar part too when. Uh, like Anne comes into the the first dungeon and then like I was trying to go to bed and I was like when am I gonna be able to go to bed it was like 30 minutes before I get to a safe it's point. Like, and even if you're enjoying the game like there is nothing worse than the point where you make the decision that you need to stop and the game's like no you can't do that yet yeah you gotta stay and I don't know I get that it's a throwback sort of but for me as a, a modern gamer with needs like eating and sleeping, I just want to be able to to save wherever and then leave. Well, and if just it walk makes you, away. if it makes you feel better though, like once you do start the game, like you can pretty much save almost whenever you want. Yeah, I'm excited to get to that point. I, I accidentally I tried to do it, and uh, I know when you're in a conversation, pressing option just uh, skips the conversation. So I accidentally did that. I same, feel same bad. happened to yeah. me too. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm excited to start enjoying. Persona 5. Um, and I didn't not enjoy the beginning of it, obviously. It's just that I, I gave myself that time limit because I knew otherwise I wouldn't start it. And then the time limit uh, didn't matter because the game went on and would not let me stop. And I, so. I have, I'm worried about my summer disappearing because I feel like I'm a person who starts a game and if I really enjoy the story and mm-hmm. also the combat, then I'm like, well, this is the thing I'm playing. I'm not going to watch any movies. I'm not going to watch any TV. I'm just going to play the game when I'm home. And that's not... I mean, like, you need a little variety. I feel like summer movies and summer TV sucks, though. So I feel like this is actually, like, a really good time. Also, Persona 5 is a total Stockholm Syndrome situation <laughs> where, like, you are fine with being completely enslaved by this game. Like, mm-hmm. I will sometimes be like, I, I'm so sorry. I just, I have something planned on Thursday. I just, I can't so go that's to play Persona So never 5. hang out no, anymore. No, this was before. The, I mean, the good, actually, the funny thing is that my boyfriend already played and beat it. So he just comes in and watches me play play and he I'm like you already played this he's like I know but I want to watch it's it so again. interesting watching other people play it yeah. and their dialogue especially cuz like there's different social links yeah and then when you need to stop he can take the controller and break it in two over his knee and throw it out the window and make you watch a movie obviously uh Ashley what have you been playing this week 
Mm, besides, I went back to more Overwatch, which is always a constant. I feel like this, yeah, this is going to uh, be our every week. But We're sorry. <laughs> I did start, let's see, on the plane ride to and from E3, Bravely Default, on Whoa. DS, because I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, I like JRPGs. I guess not You should play Ever Oasis. Well, no. Um, I feel like this is going to be the shit on 3DS games episode because I know where you're going with this. Man, I love 3DS games, but like, I don't know if it's just the beginning, but God, it is so The characters in that game are very obnoxious. It's just, it's, it's exactly what Allegra said, where it was like the shell of... Okay, this for me it makes me angrier because it's Square Enix and they're trying to replicate the magic that Square Soft did. And I was like, you can never achieve perfection Enix again. again. <laughs> but it's just like it has like the ATB battle system. It has like the same kind of story, right? It has basically the same spell names and all this other shit. Okay. There's Phoenix Town. Yeah. The just I don't know, everything about it is oh. Yo, if you don't like it right now, so Dude. the main complaint about that game I remember was like the last ten hours of it are like the worst but ten hours. I, of that I game. hate everything that you just said. Cool. Ten hours? Yeah, literally like the last third of it is just a slog. And like, if you already uh, hate it, yo, I would just yeah, stop. No, just well, stop. I just like I've never seen a game that does. You know when like characters like have their like dialogue with each other, but it's like press Y to have party chat, and like you stop walking, and like you can't do anything, and then these like characters have to like talk and you have to like keep pressing A to get through it and then you're like okay so so okay can I walk now can Anya? I get through this and, fucking dungeon now okay, Anya's is like probably one of the most obnoxious characters I, in she's the- terrible unacceptable why, Who is why this? aren't you acceptable I haven't played this game this this is, she's like wind. the main kind of mystical girl of wait the what's game. her name Anya's 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 A-G-N how you say it E thing S and she has a fairy companion. Wait, it's, what's the? There's like a really stupid name in this Reese. game. All of them are stupid. Like Ring a bell or something. Ring a bell. And Ring, it's a guy. Ring a bell is like weird. Like cloth. I love that. I sort of love that's a dude. Ring a bell is like hilarious because he's the classic anime pervert character. And Ring a bell has like a fucking hard on for uh, Ev- I don't know, this new character that I. Just Wait, so he's really horny? Well, only for Wait, this one girl. Back up. What? Ring a bell is horny. Ring a bell is like he's just like the all the girls are like her. there's literally cutscene in the beginning where there are these two girls like anime girls like in an inn and they're all like at a table and they're all like giving him eyes and he's just like reading a book and they're like oh my god he's so hot and I'm just like who is what world just am I imagine in? Imagine having a crush on a boy named Ring a Bell. I, I can. I'm so about much. to. I think oh, I but, do. Oh no, he is not hot. Wait, please show me. Please show me. <laughs> no, 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 do because I'm ring. fairly convinced. In I'm in game, love Ring a Bell. In game, Ring a Bell. Okay. Ready? Ready? <laughs> oh my God, he's a douche. He's an '80s teen movie villain. No, he's. Oh he's, my God, oh, he is, that is exactly what he teen is. Movie? Yes. I don't remember the name of the other oh woman. Oh my god, she's pretty. The other woman is actually the coolest one. Yeah, actually, I like the other character. I found a lot. something very good. Okay, I don't want to. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Jesus. Shutting it down. <laughs> so what I'm showing right now? Imagine if let's set the scene. I've lit some candles for you. I'm holding a red rose. What I'm showing you right now is a picture of Ringabell, the uh, popular bravely default <laughs> character. He is wearing nothing. <laughs> Except a uh, sort of loincloth, and there and a scarf, a long, long white scarf. <laughs> He's nothing wearing <else>. nothing. <laughs> 
And holding a red rose, which is why I too am holding a red very roses. long scarf. Literally, my headcanon is me as like a 14 year old, like having a picture of this guy in my locker, like this picture, and like being so embarrassed to admit that I have a crush on a boy named Ring a Bell, and then telling my friends, okay, don't judge me, but I can really like Ring a Bell. And then I show them the picture. You could call him, if you had like cute pet names together, you could call him Belly. But Ew. That is makes it, me want to die. It a spo- I hate that. Is it a spoiler to say how he got his name is because he has amnesia? Well, yeah. He, oh, so of he course. Doesn't rem- that makes sense. No, but it's so weird. He's like, I don't remember anything, but I have this book that has all the information I could ever need, but I don't remember anything. Oh, also, I think people call me Ring a Bell. Who the fuck called you Ring a Bell? I think he just made that up. Because it doesn't <laughs> ring a bell. I love how you oh, my God. Is that what he's called Ring a Bell? Wait, seriously? Okay, I was seriously, like, judging Chelsea because I was like, you bought so easily into that narrative. You're like, no, he has amnesia. So, of course, his name is Ring Bell, but now it makes perfect sense. And now I need to play this I game. I feel so stupid. <laughs> Doesn't this Ring This whole time I've been making fun of him, but it, the joke was in my face. <laughs> It was you who he should make fun oh of. My go- I, oh my god! I guess I'll go back and play it. That's a great. I mean, I do to speak positively briefly about that game. I do love that pun. I. That's I, a great pun. If a you classic yeah. JRPG translation lo- localization pun. If I feel like we convinced Ashley to like this yeah. game. I think also if you go back and pl- the combat is very good and enjoyable, and the job system is so cool in that game. But then it, it is. I would say the first 20 hours are amazing. First 30 is how long I played. And then I was like, I think I've, I've had enough. I this I've is enough. more than 30 hours. Okay. I don't want to play don't a game do if it. I can't I finish it. can't do that. That's, like, I'm not going to invest 30 you, hours in you're a You're the one who told me to play Persona. It. That's Persona is a good game. Yeah. Well, Point. Shall we transition to speak about the news? The news. The news. Okay, so Allegra. Pokemon Go had a huge update. Let's talk about that because that's a total flashback to last summer when we played that for a month solid. And then I personally haven't touched it since, but it's had some big changes. What are they? Uh, yeah. So basically, Pokemon Go is finally getting like multiplayer ish. Mm-hmm. So that was besides one of the... the gym battles, the very rote gym battles. Yeah. So the main updates are to the gym battles, and then it's actually getting a co op feature, which are the main complaints about the game since it launched. So basically, if you remember... I Wait, mean, can I play with... Uh, like? Yes, we can play together. We'll finally be able to on play a together. Team? Yes. How, how okay. does that work? It's actually kind of cool. So there's this thing called raid battles. So like different gyms, you know, like the gyms are just across wherever, um, will have like a timer above them, which means like they're counting down to a raid battle beginning and then you have a set amount of time to actually participate in that raid battle. And so there's lobbies. So different groups of people can like join a lobby. You can have private lobbies. You can just join a public lobby. Um, and then... It's like a lot of people can be in a lobby, like 20 or something, and you all fight this one really, really strong Pokemon together. Huh. Yeah. I don't know that that's how I wanted co-op to go in that. but Yeah, like I would rather have like person-to-person battles, you know? Like it's it would basically just be all of us in a group like fighting a Pokemon, and fighting in that game sucks. Like it's just tapping on the screen. Is it turn-based? No, it's so, literally okay, just tapping. Just everyone a tapping all at once. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you all stand in a circle and riveting. Tap. Literally, you stand in a circle and you tap all at once. Er, have you gone back to it at all since last? Summer? Yeah, yeah, I've been playing it a little bit more now. It's kind of fun when you travel because there's different Pokemon around. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so whenever I go anywhere, I play it a little bit. 
But right now, like, we're on the cusp of that update, so it's yeah. kind of the same right now. Um, I mean, it's better. It's definitely better than it was. The server is a lot more stable, and there's more is Pokemon. Is that just because less people are playing? Fewer people are I playing. mean, the server still sucks, so <laughs> I think it's just, like, Niantic kind of knows what they're doing, but not really. Um, yeah, and it's just, like... It's mostly the same, like, if you're not interested in the core concept of walking around aimlessly and, like, pressing a button on a Pokemon or, like, swiping at a Pokemon ad nauseum, then you're not really going to be into it anymore. I wonder what would bring me back to that. Because I remember we had so much fun last summer, the three of us, uh, Allegra, Ashley, and I, we, like, did a little Ladies' Day bar crawl. That was so fun. In the East Village, like, drinking wine and Prosecco and catching Pokemon. And that was so much fun. But I guess the... The core gameplay of that just didn't get me in a way where I would want to do that on my own. And then, of course, it got into that that place where even on my commute to work, you know, I knew exactly where I could swipe to to get more Pokeballs and stuff. And I there was always like a Pidgey in wherever place. And it became that rote sort of gameplay that a lot of mobile games fall into, even though it was my based on my movements. And that was just that that always stresses me out when things get into that place where I feel compelled to do them, but there's not really any sort of meaningful rewards for for doing those actions that the game demands of me. Yeah, I I feel like definitely like the social aspect of it. Like I was thinking about that too. And I was like, oh, when Simone and Ashley and I like just got really, really drunk and also happened to be playing Pokemon (laughs) Go. Like that was fun because (laughs) we were hanging out and drinking. It was so fun to go to a park and see other people playing and and you could literally talk to a stranger, which you never do in New York ever. And be like, there's a Bulbasaur over there. Yes. There's a Tauros. Oh, my God. Let's go to this other corner. It was just nice and fun to have that weird social element. And then, of course, there was the tragedy of when I caught that Clefairy and then the app crashed and I lost him. (gasps) Oh, my uh, God. He's my lost love and I will remember him forever. You were so into getting Clefairy. I had like five. (laughs) Well, after the first one got lost, I was like, I'm going to get every goddamn Clefairy in this city. They're going to be mine forever. And I did. And that's why there are no Clefairies left in New York City. They're extinct. I'm hoarding them all in my my ivory tower. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Do you think that this is going to bring people back to Pokemon Go who, like me, have left it? I don't, like, as I was saying, I don't know if people who just aren't into the, like, the core gameplay are really going to want to do it again because even when I was trying out the update at E3, I was like, okay, this it's still like the same fighting mechanic that I hate. Yeah, like I still do not enjoy battling in Pokemon Go. But the fact that like there are ingrained mechanics for mm-hmm. like the social part now, yeah. like I like the idea of like going with you guys and like starting a lobby and taking on a raid or whatever. You know, I bet um, I would like to try this with people. I think that's yeah. fun. You still can't trade Pokemon though, right? No. Well, okay. Speaking of trading, uh, another story from this week is that Phil Lord and Christopher Miller are out on the Han Solo prequel movie, and Ron Howard has been traded in. It's traded in. That's actually a good transition. It is. Thank you. Yeah, let's call that one out. What a great transition I just did there. Ten out of ten. Aw, yay! I'll retire now. Uh, So, okay, I don't know that I remember a Ron Howard movie having seen a Ron Howard movie besides what American Graffiti is that Ron Howard he's in that one he's in that one he didn't direct it no Chelsea do you have you seen a Ron Howard movie Beautiful Mind oh what that was him yeah wait really no wait yeah yeah (laughs) 
y'all. You guys are I, making me doubt myself. Yeah, I get enthusiastic, and Chelsea's like, no, wait, no. But he won an Oscar for that, yeah? Stop so. lying, Chelsea. Yeah, he won the Oscar for Apparently that. Apparently he did Apollo 13. Okay, we're learning a lot today. Oh my god, I do love Apollo 13, actually. That's a great movie. That's not the same tone as a Star Wars movie at all, even if it is space drama. Well, I mean, what is the tone of a Star Wars movie? Because we've had Rogue One versus Force Awakens. Those are two very different movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean... What I read online that I found really fascinating is that Lord and Miller were brought in to make it kind of a lighter movie. And you have Donald Glover, who is a mm-hmm. comedic actor. And it's and I think they were like, oh, this is maybe too many jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> too many jokes in Star Wars. I don't I don't know. I, I, I can't see a scenario where there are too many jokes in a Han Solo prequel movie. I mean, he's the corniest character in kind of ways. Like, not not corny in a bad way, but he has lines. He's like, I don't know, He's he is funny in a sense. In a sense. Quite literal. In the, in the sense that's literal. I guess this was, was like looking to be more like improv-y, like 22 Jump Street or something, which I love so much. So like the idea what? of like Han Solo in a 22 Jump Street style movie sounds amazing to me, but I think that was like not Maybe it was okay. okay. That actually makes sense to me uh, when you say that they they were trying to make a 21 Jump Street style thing. That makes the creative differences that uh, Lucasfilm said that they had make sense because I can't see Lucasfilm wanting to give up any control over Star Wars when they have just been knocking it out of the park with Force Awakens, with Rogue One. Like, I, I know you didn't one. like Rogue One, Allegra, no, but I hate it. It did uh, get <laughs> it's bad. But continue. I didn't hate it. I just it wasn't as strong as it. I could. actually liked it more than I thought. Hmm. Yeah, I was R- in the same a boat, room actually. divided. A now. room divided. Best <laughs> now we must pull out our knives and fight. But no, I, I I feel like if I worked at Lucasfilm right now and we had been doing so well and this is like one of the biggest franchises in the world right now, I really wouldn't want to screw that up. And it does seem drastic to cut their directors when they've been shooting since January. But if, if it was really a thing where uh, Lord and Miller wanted some more improvisational stylings and <laughs> Lucasfilm was like, we are scared about every single word that you are saying in this film. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. It's so drastic though, right? Yeah. Like this lane in the game, bro. That's like, bruh. N- yeah, <laughs> bruh, that ain't good. We're, I mean, we're also speculating though. We like yeah. really weren't there. Complete base. I, 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 I mean, fly on the wall at Marvel. <laughs> Wait, Marvel? Disney. Disney. Oh my God. Disney. Marvel. Taken away Disney your I don't think your Star Marvel Wars, right? connection helps you here. <laughs> uh, please give me your I bet gun. you in like 10 years they're going to find a way to connect the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the Star Wars oh Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it's and you know, Kingdom Hearts, Ashley. Marvel's not in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, not but it yet. could be. But it's owned by Disney. But it's owned by Disney, so it's Star Wars. They're Do you guys remember? remember so hard. Do you guys remember... If any of you watch Parks and Recreation, yes, you know when Patton Oswalt guest starred and then he was in the filibuster, and he was just like, "Okay, here is my idea for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like connects to actually." The, I think he said the Star Wars yeah, universe it was Star connects Wars. to this, and then he just keeps going on. And I just remember going like, "Wow, God, this is so dumb. It's probably gonna happen." Very he did like happen. a full, actually a full like filibuster. We should review that and see if it yeah, can work. Really he did like a that. twenty minute monologue about it. I. I <laughs> Love that. I mean, it, it's weird already when you go to a Disney park 
because uh, I've been to Disney World and Disneyland since. Oh, they look at you! Okay, I've never been to a Disney park. <laughs> I was a deprived child. Yeah, Chelsea, and a deprived adult. I was gonna say I've done that since I was an adult. Okay. Anyway, point being is that it's weird you because you're walking through Disney and you're like Mickey, Mickey, yay! Okay, there's a bunch of Jedi's here. Why? It's very strange. It's like feels very mm. abrupt. Sounds I like, like the idea of you world. walking through Disney World as an adult saying Mickey, Mickey. 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 Yeah, that's what I was picturing too. And you have these Mickey Mouse ears on. Someone hands you a lightsaber and you're like, what the hell is this? You get so mad. Yeah, you just throw it down. You're like, no, this is Mickey World. This is Mickey World. God, I can't wait till like t- 10 years from now when every single major franchise in the world is just a giant conglomerate. Franchise. I'm going to name my kid Franchise. It's probably a good idea. I'm going to have a franchise of children. Ugh. <laughs> 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 I'm to picture what that would look like. This is Simone DeRoche 2 for is the not, sequel. It's not ethical. <laughs> yes, it is. My children are going to make so much money for me, Ashley. They're going to be a huge success worldwide. Uh, I'll have one that's kind of funny, one that's kind of serious. Simone um, One that's a failure. We don't talk about that one. Oh, you you joke about this, and this is probably what people with ten year olds are like thinking about YouTube now, right? Like this is how they're strategizing. So. I hope there not. are stage moms, and then there are like YouTube moms, and you're going to be a YouTube. Mom. A YouTube the Kardashians mom? are basically a family franchise, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you're right. You yeah. could so be a Kardashian mom. Like you could be a Chris Kardashian. I can see that. Whenever you wear your sunglasses Why and you look you so fancy. You look so fancy. Chris Kardashian is a very good businesswoman. Chris Kardashian. This is true. I wish I had her and acumen. Many other people wear sunglasses. Sometimes you know, other people wear sunglasses. Sometimes other humans who aren't Chris Kardashian wear sunglasses. Let's right. talk about emails. Yeah. I hear we got some. We have some emails. Uh the first email is from Migs. And they say, Love the show. Great stuff, great stuff. Now, who among you, our hosts, has the most powerful kicks? Alternately, whose hands cover the most of Pat's face? Thank you for your time, Migs. Thank you for your time, Migs, in writing this email. Do they mean most powerful kicks or, like, shoes? I actually don't know. Oh, I think they were talking about, like, the martial arts type of kick. I want to interrogate you, Ashley, because you were pointing at me the entire time. Yeah. Oh, what was up? No, with that? that was for um, covering Pat's face. Because I got big oven yeah. mitt hands. You have. Well, I think I have the smallest hands, so I can't cover his face. But could you kick with I kicks? I, I think Pat I think actually has combined. a video of me kicking on New Year's Eve. I remember that. You yes, and you weren't bending your knee. Yeah, it's just like straight leg kicks. It's, oh. That's really messed I up. I vote for myself. I, I mean, do any of us have like athletic secret athletic talents? Because I don't think we do. You know, I think of myself often when I walk very fast. I fantasize about winning uh, foot races, but I actually, in reality, have not exercised for like four years <laughs> so it, it it's a weird fantasy it's like it's a pure power fantasy where I'm because I used to be on the track team in middle school so part of me is like you're still that girl who can high jump and win in the the 200 meter sprint you are aren't you you could have been an Olympic athlete I'm, I'm power walking down the streets of New York City like ah you know if we ever if we ever did a, a field day against SB Nation or sports vertical I would kick their butts They'd be so intimidated by me. Um, so I get winded when I walk up flights of stairs because I'm very unfit. But <laughs> I like to think that I could kick powerfully. Hmm. Okay, I'm sold. That's my story. I'm sold. I, yeah. 
Should we vote? Should we vote who has the most powerful kicks? I think I'm voting for you with the kicks and yeah. me with the big grubby man hands right. for Pat's face. Solved. Yeah, I'm intimidated by Ashley. I don't want to insult but, Ashley though. I, I feel mean, like Simone she would has kick longer me. legs. That's true. But, who but I stronger? also feel like I have more muscle in my legs, so I don't know. Also, I'm angrier, so I don't know. Maybe. That's true. Ashley would be very inspired to kick powerfully. Ugh, kick <sighs> someone to death. Well, we can all agree that Chelsea is not kicking Pat or covering his face. So wait, why are we kicking Pat? This was just general kicks. <laughs> Now we're kicking Pat. How will we judge how powerfully we can kick unless we're kicking something? (laughs) Something is definitely Pat. Pat's unbiased, so it has to be Pat. We can't kick each other. Well, we'll measure the bruises. Hey, y'all. Love the show so far, but it feels like it might be missing another co-host. If you could bend the fabrics of time and space, which video game character would you want to guest on the show? Thanks, Devin Bradwell. That is a really good question. That is a good question. So many video game characters. What if we had like someone who who just like had a catchphrase? Cuz I mean four people, it's a lot of crosstalk. What if we had just like say Mario and every so often I turn to Mario and say Mario, what do you think? And Mario would go, "Mario." And that like that would be a little levity like when we get down, we get serious. And we're talking about like the real, like the hardcore real stuff, like how I, I can't compete in track and field anymore because I refuse to exercise. And I'd say, Mario, has there ever been a time when you felt that you couldn't jump as high as you used to? And he would say, Mario. <laughs> okay, I really like where you're going with this, but I feel like Mario gets to freaking like star in everything. And I want to give someone That's underrepresented true. a chance. Fuck Toad. Mario. Toad. What sound does Toad, Toad make? Okay. Wah! Yeah. Oh, That's new school has, Toad. Yeah. Oh. New school, yeah. He has that really gruff, weird yeah. kind of voice. Which I trail. don't know if I am a fan of. I liked old Super Mario Party Toad, where you remember that? Mm-hmm. Like in Mario Kart 64? You'd be like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of shit. Oh, my that God. That's cool. amazing. But Toad's had a game, too. Like, I'm thinking like Waluigi. Oh, yeah. Who's never had a game. What about, he should. What about your boy Shadow the Hedgehog? Shadow had a game. It was. Yeah. What about I don't your know boy? if I want Shadow. What about your boy Cold Shadow Steel talk? the Hedgehog? Cold Steel. <laughs> Sanic the Hedgehog. Is that real? No. Uh, it's a fan thing. <laughs> what if we. Okay, so clearly we need auditions. We have to have a, a rotating cast of, of uh, Sega and Nintendo characters, I guess. Mm-hmm. This sounds dangerous. Those are the only characters. This sounds no. like, like the, the executives from Sega and Nintendo are going to be standing in the lobby of the building, just like across the hall from each other, glaring at each other as we audition our rotating cast of Sonic and Nintendo characters. <laughs> oh, every time one of us has a really shitty opinion, Adam Jenkins from Deus Ex. <laughs> okay, that's good. I really like that because he does have a catchphrase and it's a very I, good catchphrase. It is, and it applies to a lot of what we it talk about. It would so well. <laughs> and uh, Adam, uh, how would you rate your kicks? Ask for this. <laughs> we would be like, oh, Adam, we got, we, listen, we got a question from the listeners. They want to see how powerful our kicks are. Got to take turns on you. And the entire time we're kicking him, he's just like, I didn't ask for this. What if we this. go even deeper and we're like, hey, off hours, fuck, marry, kill? I really never asked for this. Wow. <laughs> we haven't done that on this podcast yet. We can't. We have four people. That's why it'll never happen. Yep. Wow. We're all safe. We're all safe. <laughs> From Adam Jenkins. Jenkins? 
It's the last It's really not Jen- Jenkins. It's <laughs> Jensen. <laughs> Jenkins. <laughs> I think I said Jenkins and not Jensen. Fuck. No one said we were. I'm sorry, Adam Jenkins. We will leave you alone, Adam I Jenkins. Adam Je- Somewhere so there's a guy named Adam Jenkins. Our, like, our co-host is going to be Adam Jenkins, wherever he is. Oh, right. my God. Someone draw a fan art of Adam Jenkins, which is <laughs> just Adam, Adam Jensen's Jenkins. face, like, photoshopped really right. badly. I found Adam Jenkins. Uh, works in private equity right here in New York City. Okay. okay. So should I should I call up Adam and say, hey, I want you to quit your job as a, a principal in private equity and come join our podcast? About video watching games? that, I thought of the name Jenkins. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, I was like this doesn't Wait, sound right. Something's wrong. <laughs> Adam Jenkins and Smario. 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 <laughs> Have you heard my boo impression? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> oh so boo can never be on the show because our laughs are too similar. That's so no. good. Actually, I think all of our video game co-hosts should be like bootleg Adam Jenkins. <laughs> okay, I really want to do an episode where like Simone is out, but boo is in. <laughs> and boo is guesting for Simone and it's just Simone doing her boo, boo impression. Boo is ghosting for... Simone, I'm not going to acknowledge that one at all. Hi, Polygon Podcast. I love the show. Not anymore, I guess. I'm wondering. I'm looking to buy a new console, but I'm not sure exactly what direction to head in. Can you talk about some of your favorite consoles and why? Kiss Gus. Favorite consoles. So, okay, this is an interesting, as I've said many times, uh, growing up, I was not allowed to have a console. Um, And I once, in grade school, paid my friend Fernando Lamas $2 to borrow his Game Boy for the week so that I could play Pokemon. So I was always in that position as a kid where if I went to someone's house and they had a console that I could play video games on, I would be obsessed with it and I would try to like convince them to let me play it and then that was all I would want to do when I was over there. Um, and we had PC games. For some reason, I was allowed to play PC games, even like multiplayer games in middle school, which seems strange. You'd think my parents would then want me to not be socializing with strangers on the internet and to instead be, I don't know, playing the Xbox where they could watch me, but... I won't question their motives. They were wonderful parents. They are still with me. They're still wonderful <laughs> parents. Um, so I, my favorite console and the first console that I bought for myself uh, was the PS4. And it's really, it's in a weird position right now with um, all the new Xboxes and then the PS4 Pro. Like I'm, I'm kind of not sure, I guess, where the next next generation of awesome games will be for me like the ps4 right now has everything that i want um but yeah i don't don't know allegra or chelsea who literally just looked at me and then started speaking chelsea what about you i I don't want to be like that jerk who is like reddit personified or anything but i would say that like building a pc is really awesome and satisfying and then you can play a lot of games um or you can just go buy a pre-built one. It is worth the money. Then you also have a computer. But then you have to be playing on a PC. <laughs> what? It's so you can put it on your you can put it on your TV with an, a very long HDMI cable. Like okay, there's a lot of point. options. You can play with a controller. Steam Big Picture works really well. There's like so many ways you can play PC games comfortably. We actually run an HDMI cable from one of the PCs to our TV. And we play a lot of games that way. It's it's just like a 
console, but it also does, you know, your homework, I guess. <laughs> it'll do my homework for me? <laughs> yeah, it'll do your homework oh, for you. Oh, finally, I won't have to turn in late assignments to Chris Grant. <laughs> your adult homework. The thing about PCs is they're so expensive. They are expensive, and I do think that that is a little prohibitive, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just like you'll you'll have a lot more options. You'll have a lot more stuff. And you could build a, a more affordable one that just runs indie games if you'd like. But you can't play Pokemon on a PC. Fine. I guess you're going to defend Nintendo. Well, you can't play yes. Pokemon anywhere but the friggin' 3DS. You can't even so. play it on the Switch, which yeah. was so we, what I was going to recommend. But yeah. <laughs> the 3DS is actually really good. We were hating on some 3DS games earlier, but the 3DS is probably my favorite console. It's mm-hmm. great, but I do wonder if there's going to be... Like, at this point in 2017, I would I don't know if I could recommend someone buying it, because how many more new releases are going to be? The thing is, there it? aren't going to be a ton of new games, but there's so many good old games. Yeah. Versus, like... I mean, there's a lot of games on PS4 right now. So, like, from the three of those main consoles, I'd probably recommend that. Yeah. But right now with the Switch, like, I only own Breath of the Wild. Yes. I saw someone playing the Switch on the subway the other day, and it made me really happy. I was, I kept, like, furtively looking over, like, you know, when you're trying not to look at someone, but then you're, like, looking out of the absolute corner of your eye, and you look like a dangerous person. (laughs) I was wearing sunglasses, though. Oh, then you could have definitely just looked all the way. (laughs) Could have just been, like, leaning completely over, like, oh, I'm looking to this end of the train now. Not at your gameplay. I don't even know what they were playing. I didn't actually recognize the game. It was some mm. sort of RPG. Anyway. Ashley, do you have uh, a favorite console? Yeah, I was thinking about it. Uh, despite being like a diehard Sony, uh, like a PlayStation fan, uh, the N64 is probably my favorite. I mean, just the controllers were so great. The, the cartridges are just like a nice size. Yeah. A nice shape. And it just feels good good when you push them in there. Although you have to blow in them. Yeah, that's what's fun. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of fun blowing. You blow and then you Wasn't push. a huge and then fan of blowing and pushing, but love blowing and I've pushing. learned a lot about you, Ashley. Look, man, it's the perfect size for your hand, for anyone's hand. <laughs> you know, now there's like the Xbox controllers I feel like are too bulky for <sighs> my hands. PlayStation works. And some people are like, no, nah, that's too small. I like Xbox. I'm like, well, you know what was good size for everyone? N64. Except the joystick thing with the Mario Party uh, side game where you had to, like, rotate it, like, in the palm of your hand. You ever do that one? Yeah. And, like, you would just get, like, a blister. I mean, that part sucks. That's the mark of a true gamer, yeah. but Ashley. Real true gamer. Or, Mario as Chelsea Party. says, true gamers wait in line. As Did we, you say that? I'd said she that at E3 many times. <laughs> like, lines. I'm sorry. People waited like five hours to play Call of Duty. <laughs> Chelsea was oh like, God. I yeah. really admire that. I, honestly, I, like, I, I was, I was being a little shady, but I also yeah. do think that it's like freaking being devoted is kind of cool. And I also, but I also felt really bad for everyone that like had to wait in these long lines. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely pro E3 being open to the public, but I feel really bad that people were paying like hundreds of dollars to wait in line and I honestly don't understand what that gets them that they couldn't get at PAX in two months. If you read that piece on Polygon.com. I did read that piece on Polygon.com. <laughs> which is really I good. I people were running into Reggie fils and Miyamoto on the floor and I'm like, that's <laughs> that cool. To me. Um, yeah, he brushed against me. We had a moment. But um, wow. twice. That's messed up. Hey, hey Miyamoto, what's up? Oh. Um, so, <laughs> in the piece, uh, someone mentioned like about the waiting in line thing that they waited four and a half hours in line to play 
like Doom in VR. Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing they played. That and that day. made me really sad. Like waiting five hours to play Call of Duty, I can understand if you're a huge Call of Duty fan, but she this person was just like, Oh, like that was the only line that even had like they were still taking people. That was the only game I could even play and I didn't want to and then yeah. I could never play anything else. Oh. Like that sucks. And then yeah, and then she said the next day she left early because there was they kept there, the lines. They kept the, the lines. There was nothing that she could play and I was like, this is That's awful. Yeah. But so no, I uh oh, no, I wasn't saying that. I you weren't just, trying, you were succeeding. Basically. Yeah. Wait, well, I'm actually curious what do you, Doom VR is like. I feel like I would I love would like, to play Doom VR. Yeah, I, I would I like just, to play I it really too. I don't want to hate on Doom VR, but like no, if but it, she it, didn't really want to play it and that was yeah. the only thing she got to play. Yeah. And I, so but so every day you had to I guess go in The Mario line was capped by 11am. Like, oh, like no more people can play Mario today unless you got in line between 10 and 11am. And then you're just standing there all day waiting. Yeah. I and I'm sure I'm I mean maybe those games will be coming on the convention circuit this year. So I just don't know what value that has to consumers beyond being a few months early to play the new games, which yes is thrilling and is valuable, but oh my god, would I spend would I want to spend that much money to do it? No. Yeah, like $200 to play a 10-minute no. demo. Yeah. Of I feel Mario. so bad. I mean, I think no one really knew what to expect this year with E3 being open to the public. So, I'm sure like they thought that it would be a little bit more open in terms of like being able to play things and not mm-hmm. waiting for that long and having basically only one game to play like that's yeah. depressing. Hey, ladies. First off, as a female gamer, I'd like to say thanks for pulling it together for the Polygon show. Woo! Keep up the good work, smiley face. But my question is, if you could pick one game to represent your current or future life aesthetic, what game would it be? Thanks, Ash. That's a, oh my God, that's a really good question. Life aesthetic, life aesthetic. (gasps) Oh my God, I should have read this to you before so we could like have deep thoughts about it. Mm. Ashley, can I suggest one for you? Donut County. Oh, oh it's yeah. me. I'm the raccoon with the donuts, the loose donuts. Loose yeah, like, donuts. Didn't you describe your aesthetic last time as like operating a motor vehicle with like a loose raccoon, donuts? Yeah. The loose donuts. And then I fell like, into a hole. Specifically the operating a motor vehicle yeah. part is core to your That's aesthetic. That's true. I, you never wow. do that. You live in New I, York City. I was going to say Doom, but I guess it's Donut County. I mean, you can have both. Oh my God! What, what if, if you like both? open the door in Doom? We all like contain. That's where the hole goes straight to hell. <laughs> Let's explain what Donut County is. So uh, I played a game called Donut County from Ben Esposito at E3, and it's this adorable slash melancholy game where you play as a hole in the ground, and the hole gets steadily bigger and bigger and bigger, and you're basically just like swallowing things into the hole, and it's really funny. And cute, but then at the same time, you're like, oh my god, I'm a hole, and I'm making people fall into the abyss to be 900 feet below the surface of the earth and question their lives. That's kind of messed up. Um, But then you're also having a lot of fun. So that made me think of Ashley, because Ashley also likes to um, punish people. And ruin people's lives. And swallow up everything they love. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see you being hell. And then opening a door in hell, and then it's just But it's like, like a very cute world, and it starts with me just wanting a donut. Then it's just a lot of gore and ripping people's spines out. Yeah. All the good things in life. I love that. Allegra, do you have a, an aesthetic, a game aesthetic? Um, I was just thinking, like, Undertale or something, because it's like, you know, it's American, but it's like... 
doing the JRPG thing. Yeah. It's kind of ugly. It's kind of wow. sad. What? Jesus so Christ. It's a little bit like funny. I guess. I mean, it's actually really funny, but I am not. But it's like funny and sad and ugly and weird looking and like tries really hard to like look like a better Japanese thing. Um, so I would wow. say that's my aesthetic. I thought this review I of a person that I've ever heard. I thought this was your favorite game. I love Undertale. No, I, thought I do. The, she loves Undertale. She hates herself. I hate myself. Yeah. But I'm very good. I don't understand. Do not be sad. Donut. Be sad. Sorry. <laughs> Chelsea. I, I was actually going to think about Yoshi's Island. Oh, that's so cute. I mean, because I feel like I am kind of a colorful, bright person. My hair is like the least colorful it's been in a long time. But, and it it is, it is also like can be challenging and interesting, but you know, like with a wonderful, cute exterior. Oh, I, I like that. That's a good one. I would live in any Yoshi world. Uh, current, future, or life aesthetic. I keep thinking about, okay, we're missing a really obvious one here, which is Persona 5, which is so stylish and lovely. But it's, like, too cool for me. So I think I played another game at E3 called The Artful Escape. Yeah. And, yeah, and it takes place in this, like, cosmic other world, and there's glittering pink trees and then strange aliens with many limbs and glowing eyes who play music. And it was very surreal, but also very, like, David Bowie space journey aesthetic. And I want that to be me. I don't think I'm quite there yet, but I would like that to be me. That's a really good goal. That game is super rad. It's so pretty. Okay, but also your Twitter mentions are going to be full of people saying your aesthetic is that daddy dream generator Okay, game. that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Where you can date daddies. But what's the aesthetic of that? Like, it's hot daddies. okay. Lots of hot daddies. It's a hot daddy calendar, girl. You don't need anything else. Your aesthetic is hot daddy to the internet. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for sending us uh, these questions. We literally have so we have an inbox full of questions. Keep sending them, and um. We may do just like a question episode for people. We'll keep reading questions. We'll try to get through them all because they're really good and people are clearly putting a lot of thought into it. And I love that. Um, and thank you so much again to everyone who reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to make make the jump, make the leap in your life, become the person who doesn't just say they're going to review a podcast on Apple Podcasts. You, you, you listen to the end of the episode and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll do that next week. No. Be that person today. Do it now. Review the show. Mm, I, I tried to go deeper there and it didn't work. Hmm. I need to revisit our company motto, which is actually now go deeper. Um, <laughs> Wait, is it? it? Is. Yeah, it's our new uh, like uh, guiding principle. No, it's not. It is. Yeah, we yes, got an email, is. man. Go deeper, Ashley. Got an email during E3. I see probably. Oh, go I deeper in your, your inbox. inbox. I know. I've got to say it. Whoa. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Again, thank you so much to everyone who reviewed it. Uh, you helped us like make the the front page of Apple Podcasts, which is super freaking cool. So, uh, yeah, that's it for us this week. I think I've said everything that I need to say, and maybe perhaps in some cases I've said too much. Uh, we'll be back with you next week. And remember, those emails can go to polygonshow at polygon.com. Do it now. Thank you, everyone. This has been The Polygon Show. <laughs>